Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe. I'm a sales and marketing coach and strategist for health coaches, life coaches, and wellness professionals who want to become a leader in their field by building their online community, rocking their sales process, and finally feeling confident about how they promote themselves and their marketing. On this show, we talk about tips to grow your business, save yourself time, and finally be able to create a sustainable, profitable business. Let's get into it. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Zero to Hero Coach Program. This is my four-month program teaching coaches and online service providers how to grow your online business, book clients consistently, overcome your sales fears, and finally rock your social media visibility. If you struggle to create a sustainable coaching business, this program is for you. Check out HaleyRowe.com and book your free strategy call with my team or myself today. Thank you. So I am really excited to talk with you tonight because I was just thinking about why it is so many coaches who I talk to, buy a lot of programs, buy a lot of courses, buy a lot of webinars, buy a lot of, or, or just download a lot of free stuff. And they never get to the place where it's working for them. Meaning they're not seeing results from it or they're not, um, you know, implementing it all the way through. And so I wanted to make a video because I was thinking about why does that happen? You know, and why is it that sometimes, you know, you see, people getting amazing results and they're like, oh my gosh, I did this course, you gotta take it. And then you take the same course and the same thing doesn't happen for you. And so um, we're gonna talk about a couple reasons why that might be happening. And I also wanna let you know that this Thursday, February 3rd at 7 p.m. Eastern time, I'm going to be going live, sharing with you my fast track plan to 10K months as a health or life coach without the niche overwhelm and without needing to post every single day on social media. So if you're really tired of needing to post all the time or hearing gurus say you need to post multiple times a day, I wanna invite you to come this Thursday because I'm gonna be sharing with you things like my four basics to client attraction. I'm gonna be sharing with you this one thing that you need to be doing to nurture those cold leads to warm leads who are actually interested in working with you. And I'm also gonna be sharing with you how to work through overwhelm when you feel it in your business because that can definitely hold you back from action. And um, it's gonna be a pretty dense event and we're gonna do it Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. So if you want the link for that, just comment below, register, and I'll send you the registration link to be able to attend the live training this week. So that said, let's talk about why things might not be working for you. So the first thing is, and I, I have to say, I've done a lot of programs, I've worked with a lot of mentors, I've bought a lot of courses, all the things. And originally, back in the day, now that I'm more advanced these days, I don't, uh, I take full responsibility for my results in programs. But early on, there was a time when I didn't really, like I kind of put all my trust in the thing I was buying and the course I was buying and just was like, help me, I'm, I'm pathetic, like I'm trusting you with my life. And I find that that method, that approach doesn't work because you are all smart individuals. You have to believe as an entrepreneur, you are worthy. You have to believe you have, 
you can take something and implement it and succeed. Like you got to meet your coach or your course or your whatever you buy halfway so that it's a good, you know, relationship because it's kind of like if you're in a relationship that's codependent where you're like, for example, you're dating somebody and you're like, oh my God, I need you. I need you to make me happy when that doesn't work, right? You have to be able to trust yourself, have your own back under any circumstance and coming into a relationship with that stability is gonna help you so much more, get so much more out of your programs, out of your courses, out of your coach you're working with or whatever it is, right? So the first thing is um, not having trust in yourself. You gotta have a baseline of trust in yourself going into any course, any program, working with any coach. And if you don't have that trust in yourself because maybe you don't have a ton of evidence yet in your circumstances, like in your daily experience that you could see success, then you need to create it first in your mind with your thoughts, okay? So this comes down to there's been other things in your life that you've been successful at and you've been able to implement things, so rely on that. There's been other, uh, you know, there, there's been other thoughts you probably have about your business and the future of your business that get you excited and trusting in yourself. You probably did school and maybe you were a good student so you know how to study something to learn it to, you know, see the impact of implementing it, right? So basically you gotta pull from where you can in the beginning when it comes to trying on beliefs that get you trusting yourself enough to know that whatever program course or thing you're you're gonna use, you're gonna get results out of it because you have your own back, you know you're gonna implement it, you know that you can take something and learn it and make it your own and, and go for it, right? So that trust in yourself is so important. I have to say I had a little bit of an advantage when I started my business because I had been a performer my whole life and I've been rejected so many times and I knew how to you know present myself and that was like a skill that really carried me through tough moments because it wasn't like I was surprised when I got rejected in the beginning of my business. I was like, oh, this is just part of it, right? So that first thing is you have to build trust within yourself. And that also comes down to keeping commitments you make to yourself. So for example, before you join a program or something, set some kind of process goal. Like I wanna, you know, twice a week I want to do a Facebook Live or something like that. And it doesn't have to be perfect and the content doesn't have to be amazing and you don't have to know everything yet, but just honoring that commitment to yourself for a couple weeks to build trust in yourself. Like, hey, if I set a goal and I do it, um, okay, I can rely on myself, right? So you gotta build that trust and you gotta set some kind of goal that you keep a commitment to yourself. You're able to see that you're able to do that. Um, now, you've probably already done that in your life before, so you could probably pull from what you've already done in other areas of your life if you need to. So that's the first thing. The second thing is you go into a program and you end up using it against yourself. So this comes down to two things. One, you compare yourself. So you're like, oh man, somebody else is farther along than me or the course you know, case studies are so good, I'll never get there. And you start turning something that's supposed to be inspirational and positive into I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm so tired, it works for them, it's not working for me, you know, all of that. And then when that happens, 
how do you feel? You feel tired, you don't feel motivated, you don't feel excited, everything feels super heavy. And growing a business from a place of feeling exhausted and burnt out and feeling like you are a victim and you know it's going well for everybody else but not you, and that, that doesn't drive action, right? That doesn't propel you forward. And then the action you do take just feels heavy and is probably perceived that way by your audience too, right? And the other thing is, um, if you are, what did I write down here? If Oh, confirmation bias, right? So if you decide, well, I'm behind, you're going to look for every reason to confirm how behind you are, and you're going to feel that way. And then you're going to keep looking for more reasons and see, see, there, I'm right. Like our brains really like to prove our beliefs true. And a belief is just a thought you keep thinking, like Abraham Hicks says. And so if you have a belief, you just keep thinking and you keep looking for more evidence about it, you really hold strongly to it, right? So my suggestion is if you want to succeed in a program or you want to take a course or you want to do something and you want to reap the rewards of it, you have to go in looking for all the reasons why you're going to succeed, all the reasons why the tools are going to be useful to you, all of the reasons why you are going to be resourceful, you are going to get the most out of it, you're going to bring your best, and using that to build momentum in your business and move you forward and look for confirmation bias of all the reasons why it's going to work for you, all the reasons why you can be successful, that's what you want to focus on because there's no upside to confirmation bias for beliefs you don't want to keep. So any belief you don't want to keep, don't repress it. Don't act like it's not there. You don't have to go straight to a positive affirmation acting like, you know, it's not, you're just trying to like push it away. But do decide what beliefs do I want to build evidence for? And what are some thoughts I could have about that that are starting to move me in that direction, right? So we call those uh, bridge thoughts. They can be something that just kind of bridges the gap between what you you know, where you're at right now and what you really strongly believe that you don't want to keep believing and where you want to be on the positive ideal side that you're not believing yet. So you got to start bridging your way there and forming and starting to collect more evidence, more reasons why you can get to the other side of that bridge. So that's um, the, the second thing I wanted to say is don't compare yourself and instead compare yourself to where you started your journey. So there's a difference between comparing ourselves to the ideal picture of where we think we should be, where we think the standard is, um, what the industry is telling us the standard is, and what our starting point was and where we are now. Notice how if I compare myself to an ideal standard like, um, you know, I'm comparing myself to this coach who's been doing it for 20 years and is a multimillionaire and has Facebook ads running and a funnel and a website and et cetera. And I'm a new coach who just started six months ago and doesn't, you know, I just have a website, it's new and I don't really know what I'm selling yet and all that. That's completely unfair and not relevant comparison, right? It makes zero sense. It's comparing apples to oranges. And it's comparing yourself to somebody outside of you who you don't know the full story, you don't know what their journey has been, you don't know how long they've been at it. So instead, I want to encourage you to compare yourself to where you started. If you started a course two months ago and you didn't know your niche and you didn't know, you know, 
what, what you wanted to sell, etc. And now you do, and now you feel confident explaining it, you have it memorized, you're starting to get the word out, you've updated your bios, you're like, you know, getting excited about the content you're creating around it, you're planning a launch around it. Like that's progress, right? And acknowledge and celebrate those wins. And a lot of times people say, well, if I celebrate the wins and I get too excited too soon, I'll probably drop the ball, not feel as motivated. You know, I gotta beat myself up. I gotta keep myself motivated. I gotta get myself, you know, riled up about where I wanna be. And yeah, that doesn't work, right? We can't hate ourselves in the process. We can't act like we're not good enough in the process to propel us forward. That actually just drags us down. Just like if you're a weight loss coach or something and you know your client is acting like hating their body and self-loathing is helping them when we all know that it's driving them to feel stressed, overeat, and you know not continue the cycle of not feeling good about themselves not and then feeling bad and feeling icky about their choices and whatever, right? So that's uh, the third thing. The next thing I want to talk about is how, uh, oh, and when it comes to the tools, I just want to say one more thing about that. This is part two of this, using the tools against yourself. So one way you're using it against yourself, like I said, is by comparing yourself and, you know, that kind of thing. The other way that you use tools against yourself in a program is by um, perfecting it and, and being like, okay, I have the tools and now I have to do every single thing you know my coach says and it has to be perfect and I'm gonna obsess over it and I'm gonna have five revisions and it never goes out into the world and you're not making any progress because you're just like I gotta use the tools and I gotta make them perfect right so using the tools in a way that doesn't allow you to move forward it doesn't allow you to get a minimum viable product out there and it actually works against you because now you have these tools and you know what you're supposed to do but you're just sitting in what you're supposed to do without ever putting it out there. So instead, you gotta think about speed of implementation to go with your tools. And you gotta use the tools for you, not against yourself. The tools are there to guide you, give, they give you ideas, they help make things easier, they save you time. They're not supposed to let you sit and dwell in them and make them overly perfect and never actually put them out there. So use the tools to your advantage, not against yourself. And then, of course, I want to talk about shiny object syndrome next because I was just talking to somebody today who is saying, I have like 12 courses and 12 coaches and like all these things. And I just, and then I get a new idea and I see a new webinar or something and it's really awesome. And then I want that and ends up impl implementing none of them, right? Because it's just so much information and so many good ideas. And, oh, like this looks fun. And then it never ends up coming into fruition because you're always on to the next thing. So learning constraint and focus in your business and really working closely with your program or mentor or whatever is so valuable because you are not just, you might think that you're missing out on all these other things, but we all know that when there's all these other things, you end up getting nothing truly accomplished, right? So that's another one. And then the last piece I wanna talk about is process mindset versus get there mindset. So there's this thing where we think that when we get to X amount of clients or X amount of money, we're gonna be happy all of a sudden. But the truth is, yeah, you might 
the truth is along the way to that goal is really where the magic happens. The whole point is playing the game, not getting to the destination. Getting to the destination is great. It feels good to accomplish a goal, but the whole point is who you become in the process of getting to that goal. So if you go into a course or program just thinking, I need to get to XYZ to be happy and be successful and feel confident about myself, and then you get there and you realize I'm still not confident, I still have these limiting beliefs, I still, um, you know, I'm not happy, that is like the, the downfall. <laughs> that is like the, oh, shoot, right? So we need to, we need to really focus on um, the process and enjoying the process and and using the process as a way to improve yourself and gain the confidence and create your mindset and how you want to be in the process to get to the end result. So this is another thing we do when we join programs. We think it should go a certain way for me or my even just everything in life. Like my day should go a certain way. My My coaching session should go a certain way. Um, my posts should take me only this much time. And when it doesn't match up to our expectations or how we think things should be, we immediately use that to feel a certain way, to feel disappointed, to feel annoyed, to, to derail us, to etc. versus being adaptable and being somebody who um, has an end goal and is open to many different hows and paths and things that they need to learn along the way to get to that goal. So rather than, you know, thinking that things have to go a certain way and you have to follow a certain process and if you veer off the process at all or you um, don't like, you know, whatever, that it's a failed attempt, it's just not true. And if you want to play the long-term game in entrepreneurship, you have to be falling in love with the process and not just trying to get to a means to an end to be happy, quote unquote, and not even put and, and not putting that responsibility or pressure on your business because then your business is for you versus serving others. Does that make sense? So like this is a really common thing we do. We think our business, it's our business's job to pay our bills, make us happy, make us a legend in the industry, all of that. And if it doesn't, then, you know, we're mad at our business. But you, your job with your business is to serve your customers, create client results, love, you know, yes, it's good to love what you do, but you don't have to love everything about it and, and put all your eggs in your business to feed you fuel, energy, even money, etc. right? Like, it's your job Yes, to create profit. Yes, to create value. That is an entrepreneur's job. But when you attach so much to that, like if this doesn't happen, I will not be happy, then any program you do, any goal you hit, etc., you're going to be disappointed always because it's up to your thoughts. It's up to what you think about everything in your life to make you happy. And you can be happy right now with what you have and create more. That's the best way to start a business, to be happy about where you are, noticing the progress you've made so far, and eager and excited about where you are going. So anytime you join a program, I want you to remind yourself that number one, you should not use the tools against yourself. You should use them to enhance and give you clarity and save you time and get yourself putting things out into the world quicker than sitting on the information, over perfecting it, etc.
The second thing is to not compare yourself to others, compare yourself to your past self and where you started. The third thing is about process mindset and loving the game versus needing to get their mindset, which is rushed energy, which feels tense, which feels icky, and it comes off in your sales, it comes off in how you act and all of that, right? And then the last thing I wanted to say is thinking, um, what was it? Your, I don't know. Oh, doing many too, too many programs at a time. That is definitely something that's gonna hurt you in the end. So if you have any questions, put it in the comments. And I cannot wait to see you this Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you liked it and want to reserve your very own free sales audit, go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to book your very own free sales audit. On the call, we'll talk more about the common concerns you get from your ideal clients, how to overcome those concerns, how to coach through objections, how to change your mindset around sales and improve your sales process so you can be closing and converting more clients. I can't wait to connect with you and go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to take the first step. Thanks so much. Have a good day.